we all have choices you feel me yeah. and going 20 30 40 years longer you wait the choice kind of gets harder you know what i mean so might as well make that choice early uh, and often as possible because the more you fail, the more you learn. And if you fail when you're doing the financial struggles and problem, you already still fucking, you already still don't have shit. <laughs> yeah. So you ain't failing. You're just learning. You might just gain something right there. You know what I mean? Once, five, throw them 20s. Looking down in the club, throw no money. Didn't want me, it's so funny. Now nah, they get killed, go get her or go for me. I done made a couple of hundred through pandemic. Hard six Vegas like P, no damn limit. Yeah. Your ass nigga money was short, that damn midget. Lifestyle rubbers won't work, I can't fit it. Then he plus the fuck a Netflix. Get her on the prom, then I'm hitting the next bitch. Bitch, your last nigga don't exist. Ain't nobody fuck is this? Yeah. And then I dropped on video, he was like, oh, fucking big chief. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I was showing my, uh, Joe my... Third song I ever made, right? Yep. And every time I go to the studio, I just get better. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, it's just straight repetition of what I'm doing. I'm not going to lie to you. And I really, like, do so much shit all day. No matter what time I go to the studio, I get to express myself, and I'm really happy when I'm there, right? Yeah. So, honestly, even hearing the songs is cool, but just being there and creating it is Makes, my yeah. favorite part, bro. No, that's dope. I bet so, bro, because... It's something you really have passion for, so I can see that. Yeah, so I had to show it off. That one was different. I like that one. The beat's hard, too. Your flow's solid in that shit. What's going on, guys? Big Chief here. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Blunt. I'm here with your co-host, DJ Birdwater. Yes, sir. Hey, Big Chief, not the little one. DJ Birdwater in the building. You know the vibe. We're lighting up. You know how we start No small bottles, just the tall ones. Mm -hmm. Yep, all that. Smoking up. Before you guys do anything, before we get this dope-ass pod going, make sure you guys like, su- subscribe, comment, tell a friend, share, whatever. Hold on, hold on. Drop a comment right now. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you're feeling. It could be an impulsive thought, intrusive thought, whatever thought, something about the pod. Like, drop something yeah, right it, now. It could be like, fuck that dude Mac behind the camera type shit. Like, All that. Say that. I want to see know, it. It could be like... Like you guys, you guys are good looking over there, right? No, I'm just kidding. I Pause. Know, I don't know where it was going. Bro, how was your weekend? My week? My week has been pretty solid. Oh yeah, your week. Just busy, you know, mentally, mentally drained, mentally busy. How's yours, bro? Productive. Yeah. Super productive. Started off start off the week fucking rocking with a bunch of dispensaries. Wednesday I went to San Diego too. You know what I San mean? San Diego. San Diego. Hey, San Diego weed culture is lit, bro. Yeah. Because I've been around LA weed culture for a long time, and it used to be fucking lit. The clubs used to be lit. Everything used to be lit. People are there in LA are still lit, right? But everything around is like kind of not lit for some <laughs> fucking odd reason. Yeah. I go to San Diego. Guess how many people in the slowest dispensaries? 400 people a day. 700 oh, eight people to 1,000 people at the fast ones, right? Yeah. Bro, the fastest dispensary in LA gets like 400 people. Damn. And then the slowest day, they get like 20. So people get 20 people a day, some dispensaries. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Why do you think that is? So I know there's a lot of dispensaries in San Diego, but there's not as so many in L.A. L.A., there's one every mile away, bro. San Diego, it's like, okay, there's like a couple in this section of San Diego, a couple in this section of San there's Diego. There's a lot. A couple in the middle. No, I know there's a lot. I've been in San Diego. I even looked at it when I was doing my whole, like, white micro dis- dispensary shit i know there's a lot especially delivery services now there's more but when you go compared to the numbers in la it's like three times the amount you know what the number one selling thing is though over there what la 
number one thing, selling thing is like extracts, right? Like disposables, vapes, and stuff. Cartridges right? and shit. San Diego is 60% flour. Straight oh, flour, bro. And I'm in there looking at all these strains. They got like they got more strains than they have the, the dispensers yeah. here. I went to Dr. Green Thumb San Diego. They had like 40, I think 50 per kind of strain. You feel me? So they yeah. had over 120, 150 strains, right? That's but dope. like different type of strains for different people. So I'm looking at it like here, like, damn, LA weed market is so saturated. I'm in all the stores in LA. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. So I know all of them. But I'm in San Diego and I'm in a lot of them getting in there too. But I spent my whole week, honestly, just uh, like the original uh, cart strains came back. I put that in the dispensary. I've been designing dispensary, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. My social life has not existed in the past month. Yeah. It's like, what, what is it? Like, so by Monday, it's going to be like the 28th, 29th, right? So right now is the 26th. So all three weeks, four weeks just passed immensely quick. And to me, I'm like, all right, let me try to... Stay, stay in the present moment, enjoy everything that I have going on and not miss anything that I have and hit every single thing that I have. So at the end of the week or the weekend or on Sunday, I feel satisfied. Yeah, of course. Because normally, if I miss, even miss one thing out of a million things I do, I'm not satisfied. No, I feel that because like, I mean, you're a little more expressive than I am as far as it, but like when Sunday hits, I'm like, <coughs> I'm like, I need to have a strong Monday. <laughs> sets the tone for the week and then it's like I'm mentally preparing getting everything in place every single day as it goes by you know and in my phone 20 like so often going here to here and it's like if I if I don't feel like I have a busy week I'm like okay I didn't I didn't go hard enough or like it's productive week, yeah busy. and I'm like dang I gotta do more okay hold on Maybe I kind of neglected this, so let me go get to that type shit. Yeah. Like, so it's like I really just try to stay on top of my shit because I truly, truly, truly want to have such an even bigger year this year, bro. And I feel like the way I'm coming in this year, for me personally, like what I'm doing with everything, you know, behind the scenes, it's it's going to be that year, bro. Like it's really going to be that year. I have a feeling too about that, exactly what you said, bro. Uh, I'm truly mostly excited for going into this year is one of my new drops for our products lines for Big mm -hmm. Chief called the THCA line. So the THC line A line is going to be available in majority of the smoke shops across the United States of America mm -hmm. and other countries that are available for THCA. And I'm also dropping a few. I'll get to the next things for mm -hmm. the next episode, but let's stay on that for now. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. spill all the beans, but. Truly spent a lot of time uh, doing this so the people out in other states can really enjoy yeah. Big Chief, you know what I mean? So <laughs> a lot of R&D, a lot of dope things picked for you guys. And I know everyone doesn't have access to good weed, so the THCA should help you guys out Yeah, really well. Really, it's some fire-ass shit, too. Um, yo, I went to fucking IHOP today after I washed my car. Wait, IHOP? Yeah, IHOP. IHOP used to be not as watered down as it is now. I, I'll go every now and then because, like, I still like, like, their breakfast. But, like, I always have this same reaction when I see the bill. Because we're used to going, like, expensive fucking spots. Or spots that is more expensive than, you know, other spots. And I'm, like, I'm looking at the tip thing. I'm looking at the tip. And my bill was only, like, $26, $27. Because uh, it was just me. And then I'm looking at the tip thing. And it's, like, 5%. It's, like, $3.00. Uh, seven percent is like six, seven dollars, and then ten percent is like eight or or whatever, right? And I'm like, damn, like 
this is easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine just living this lifestyle and spending only this money. Like, mm-hmm. it's different. So I tipped $10. That was probably like 30%. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, it's cool, bro. Like, it's different. Like, I don't know. That's why, like... You don't have to go to fancy restaurants all the time. No. The, the thing is, uh, when I was younger, how we looked at Red Lobster was like... Yeah. Mastro's. Yeah, Steak facts, 48. Facts. You know what I mean? And if you go to a fucking Red Lobster right now, it's like the most basic food yeah. ever. It's like, okay, let me get those biscuits. That's yeah. all I want I came here for. You know what I mean? No, like, bro, exactly. You know like, what I'm saying? I, I, used to, I used to flex going to Yard House or BJ's. You know what I'm saying? And 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 now it's like okay that's no disrespect that's just basic ass shit and it's like that's some people all they have yeah that's some people all they have but like you know we drive out to LA he lives in LA I drive out to LA I'd rather come to LA and eat at these restaurants whatever Beverly Hills whatever like than in my area unless it's like just a regular IHOP or In and Out you know what I mean it's a service that be hitting different yeah. but I ain't gonna lie to you but I really go for the food the food has to be good yeah but when you go the service matters too you know what I mean <laughs> and and the food has to be good because we're already used to a certain tier of good quality good service you know what I'm saying so you go to some spots like you that whole term you get what you pay for that shit's true bro there's someone out there in the Midwest going to Red Lobster right now, and the Red Lobster service is better than Steak 48 yeah. in L.A. I'm yeah. telling you. Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a factual truth. No, look. Check it out. Like, that's the, crazy to me. Valid point right here. I, I went to IHOP like a week ago or a couple of days ago, right? Busy. I think, I don't know. I think it was a weekend. Busy as fuck. Went in there. I got seated, right? couple minutes, seated. And then, like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting maybe seven, let's just say ten minutes on the long end. No one's come by to uh, give me a menu, ask for water Service or anything. trash. <laughs> so I'm, like, that's what you irritated, bro. But that's what you expect when you yeah, go there. like, I should be, like, realistically, whether you're busy or not, you should tend to a, that customer who just sat there. Whether if it's just, hold on, let me get you some water. I'm really busy right now. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't even get that. So I got mm-hmm. up and I left at ten minutes, bro. And then... I usually don't do this shit, but, like, it's, bro, like, I guess it's because I'm used to good service and I was hungry. You went back? No, I told, the, <laughs> I told the people at the front, I was like, yo, I'm leaving. I was like, I was sitting there for 10 minutes and not one of your servers came by. And then the bitch that, I'm sorry, the girl that walked me to my table was like, where were you sitting at? I was like, this is fucking horrible. I just kept walking, bro. Like, you're, you sat me. I hope you can sit anywhere and they come to you. Huh? What? You can sit anywhere I hop. No, they seat you. I get seated all the time. Oh, for real? Yeah. I never go. I want that booth right there and I go <laughs> but there. But that's, that's what we're saying, though. The, the quality of the service is a lot shittier, bro. It's a lot that, shittier. That's what you're paying for when you go to the restaurant. What yeah. do you expect for a fucking pancake house to give you fucking... Oh, what kind of drink would you like, sir? No, but no, look. I, you... I go to IHOP and I'm like, can I get bottled water? They're like, we don't have bottled water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but any food spot, bro, I don't care if we're in Beverly Hills or Covina or wherever, they hire you and expect you to have good customer service and want to know why. Because if you don't have good customer service, you lose money and you lose customers. The problem with a lot of these restaurants, they'll get the they'll get the employee, right? Uh-huh. And the employee will get comfortable after three months, but they like bro or, yeah. or, or yeah. shorty, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they'll, the shorty and bro will literally have the worst service yeah. in the history or like, feel me? Because they're, oh, they know how to do it. They don't want to train somebody else now. Yeah. At this point, they're like, no, it's good. They'll get, they get the job done, but it's, it's horrible working with them. You know what I mean? Some people, 
like, okay, of course, just understand the job you're working at. If you're working at a gas station, you're going to have rude-ass people all day, you feel me? But doesn't mean you have to be rude to the fucking customer, you know what I mean? You're like, you can be just chill about it, you know? But okay. I just had the experience earlier, yesterday, I just had the same experience like we left. So pretty much, uh, right by where we're at, there's like, uh, there's like a, like, there's like a market, but it has like a, oh, you can get smoke shop stuff in there too. And... Pretty much, I go in there the other day. Dude has the attitude. I don't know why. I was in a good mood. You feel me? I'm saying hi to all the people in the back. You feel me? I didn't have to do that. And he didn't like that or something. You know what I mean? So pretty much, uh, I gave him the money right there and I put it on the counter. He said, don't throw it. Yeah. And I looked at him like, the fuck? fuck, I come here every day. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't say anything. And then today, I went there again and he was just doing something back there. I was like, can I get some grubber leaves? And yeah. I'm just like... Just wait. I say, if he doesn't go 30 seconds, I'm going to the one next door. Yeah. Same person owns yeah. the one next door. So they have the same thing, <coughs> same price, everything. Bro, it went 45 seconds. I just walked out. <coughs> and I went next door, and like, kind of when my face was like that, I went to a gas station. The person was like, hey, you good, bro? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And I was like, and it made my day better yeah. because he, he, the customer service that he had at right. the gas station. You feel right. me? But he didn't have to do that because I am I go there every day. You yeah, feel me? like, all right, like. When you're doing a customer service job, bro, customer service is, uh, you have to be, ho uh, have hospitality, you have to have patience, and you have to be very, like, you know, like, energetic, like, in a good way. I don't like that shit, bro. Sometimes, like, when I see that, I want to go off on them. Like, you're a bum. This is why you work here. I don't do that. No, I just I, let it go. I want, I, I want I to, want too. To. <laughs> I want to, kind of, like, I was punk bro today, too. I was like, hey, bro. You're killing business out here, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, that's none of my business. No, yeah, no, exactly. Cause this is how I look at it. In my head, I'm I'm very uh composed and very mature to where I could feel a type of way inside, but I don't need to show it. How I'm gonna show it probably is a tip. You might get a tip, you might get one dollar, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's how shitty you are. But like in my head, bro, like I do want to go off of them, like, bro, this is why you're a bum, or lady, this is why you're 40 years old working here. Probably I don't check say to that. Check. I want to say it though. Like I want. I've you never. never said I it. don't say it because you never know what someone's going through. No. Okay, but bro, when I was when I was working at Little Caesars Pizza or these other jobs, I was going through a lot of bullshit. Guess what? As soon as I stepped in that door, I locked in. Be uh, I was who I had to be, and that was it. No one ever knows. Just like when I walk in the office, no one ever knows I'm going through anything. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I used when I worked out those jobs. I used to use it to escape the world sometimes. Yeah. And when I was at, like, really, bro, I would be there talking to different type of people, and I would get really good experiences, bro. Yeah. Whenever those working those jobs, right? But and the crazy part about those is some of those customers come back and bring shit for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know you. But I probably made their day better because you never know how the other person's feeling either. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. So, but as a human being, no matter if you're working, you're a billionaire or you're working as a clerk at a gas station, treat people the same. Treat yeah. people really good. Bro. And that's the integrity of everything. It doesn't matter how much you're worth, how much money you have, what you're, what you're like, like literally who you are. It, none, none of that matters unless you're a really good person. Because yeah. you can be really famous, a shitty person, people look at you like, all right, he's an asshole, but you're famous, you feel me? Yeah. No one wants that. Or you can be fucking broke and be an asshole. And that's yeah. dumb worse, you feel me? Mm -hmm. That's like the worst of it all. Yeah, like when I used to work for FedEx, bro, like when I'm in that truck, I'd be going through some stressful ass shit trying to like make time and shit. But when I step out the truck, I'd drop off a package. Some I'd go to every day, like businesses. And I would just be like, hey, how you doing? Have a great day. Boom, sign for it. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day, you know? So it's just that energy alone. And then every year, Christmas, certain customers would get me 
gifts. I'm like, dang, like that's I didn't expect this, yeah. you feel me? But it always comes back to you. <coughs> if yeah. you're a dick, it's going to come back to you, you feel me? <laughs> if, you're really, if you're really like genuine human being mm -hmm. and have good intentions, people see that. People see through the bullshit, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yo, check it out. What's up? You know, I was on TikTok in this fucking, this, it was like a talk show. This, this Asian lady was like, people who stay at jobs who are, 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 don't see a 15 to 20% promotion rate or whatever every two years, you're wasting time and you're wasting money. And I was like, what? And I'm like, why? So like, I, it, when I hear people speak like that, or I'm like, all right, let me hear their valid point. You know what I mean? She's like, all right, you think about this. Like a lot of people nowadays, they work jobs who don't really understand the numbers behind them working at a job for so long. And they're not going to be making more money. They're going to be losing money. What, what goes up every year? Taxes. So she was basically saying, if you're not seeing an increase of a rate of your pay rate or whatever, every like two years of 15 to 20%, you're actually wasting time and wasting money because every year the taxes go up. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, that's crazy. And she's like, if you're working on a job after two years, if you don't see something, leave. Go. She's like, I get it. Nowadays, it's so hard to find a job. But... You're going to waste time and make less money by staying there longer. I'm like, that's interesting because I used to fucking quit jobs. Like four, I quit like three, two, no, like three, four jobs. And I'm like, dang, like maybe I should have stayed there. But then I'm like, nah, I just kept wanting better jobs, more money without really understanding why I was doing it. Yeah. And it worked out. What do you think of that? Like people have these studies or these other perspectives that a lot of people don't think about. I'm going to put in another perspective, too. Uh -huh. <clears throat> it's how you carry yourself, too, at this fact. Like, I'm a boss. I, I, like, I'm literally hiring people right now that I've met growing up in the journey, right? Any person that I got a good interaction with, you know what I mean? And I worked with, I hit them up. I'm like, hey, do you want a job? I've been hitting them up. Yeah. And they're like, I'm still working here, but it's, it's a no-brainer. I'll come over there this week, and then I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, perfect. They're quitting the jobs. You feel That's me? Lit. I got I call and somebody right now and uh literally I could do it right now on mm -hmm. the phone, but I won't do it. You feel me? Because it's not it's confidential. But and I'm not gonna put them on the spot like that. But I could literally call people <laughs> that I met, bro, and experience and I can hire them. But it's very hard for me to go through my contact list of thousands of people. <coughs> After uh -huh. I went to a thing of thousands of people, and for every thousand, I found one person. Yeah. Why though? Not because those thousand people aren't qualified, it's just that one person stuck out mm -hmm. for what the job thing is. You feel me? So when you're working at a job, right, it could take you to another job and you gotta expect that you can't be there forever too and then grow as a person. Let's just say, like Joe said, let's just say you get $100,000 a year and taxes are raising, you feel me? But your, your lifestyle is raising too, you know what I mean? You got houses, you got bills, you got certain expectations, right? At a point, certain point, you're gonna want more things. Feel me? More, do more. You're going to have to pay those taxes. Now you're sitting here like, dang, you're not going to like your job more. And you're like, I've worked so hard. 100000 is kind of high for like, I mean, 50000 let's just say. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you're going to be like, no, I got I to gotta level up. I got to do better. It's, I think it's people that stay at jobs and get the paid the same. They're comfortable with it. And mm -hmm. that's the kind of person they are. Mm -hmm. And they're happy with everything that they have. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. <coughs> no, no, of course But there's not. just some people that... Literally just want more like you did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Someone could be working the same job you did uh, that you quit 
10 years ago, they're still working there right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's a factual thing. It's because they have everything that they need and they're content with what they have or they just don't see more for themselves even though they can go do it. Mm -hmm. But the ones that go, go do it and want better for themselves, I congratulate you because that's the biggest step. Want, knowing, knowing your worth and wanting more. You know what I mean? It's not even about the taxes at the end of the day because... We all gotta pay it. You feel me? That's what that's what it is. But yeah. if if you're living in California, for example, every year your rent's gonna go up. Yeah. Every year something's gonna go up, and then you're like, damn, I can't meet ends meet. You feel me? Yeah. But then you're gonna either keep doing what you're doing and not meet ends meet, or level up and go get a job yeah. that's there. And that's realistic shit. Yeah. A lot of people bro, are losing their houses. A lot of people are downgrading their cars. Downgrading their houses their too. Life and. It's like, just work I harder. know, like, I don't care who you are, how happy you are with a minimal life. At the end of the day, we all go through stress. And that's what you have to, like, in my head, decide. Like, how much stress do you want to go to? I feel like financial uh, financial stress is probably one of the biggest uh, stress that I'm people... I'm sure it kills people, too. Yeah, one of the biggest, one of the biggest stress things that people go through especially in California, especially in New York, you know, There's a lot of homeless people, expensive, expensive, uh, expensive, pricey states to live in. And I just feel like make that, make that choice. Like, do you want to go through that or not? Because honestly, bro, like it sucks seeing people go through that shit. You know what I'm saying? This is a really good topic. It, it sucks seeing through. And I, I have people close to me that are going through that shit. They reach out to me. Every other month, I got someone asking, hey, Joe, if you need help, like, shit, I'll come do this, do this, just to help out, just to make extra couple hundred bucks or a couple, a hundred bucks, fuck it. I have advice for those people. What is it? I had financial struggles before, too, right? Yeah, of course. You have enough contacts on your phone to change that. Yeah. You literally have to get out of your comfort zone. Thank you, sir. You have to get out of your comfort zone and talk to the right people. You're going to have to miss some sleep. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. It's gonna be nights that you stay up. They're gonna be like, "Damn, what am I? What I'm doing? Is it the right way?" That's how you know you're doing correctly because you realize at that point, right? You got to make ends meet. You got bills. You maybe got a baby mama, you, and they got kids. And then you got to make sure you get to work with enough gas. You feel me in the tank? Because that bitch is running on E at fucking ten miles, and your work is five miles and five miles back. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's people at that point, or they don't even have cars and figuring it out right now. That have nothing. Yeah. So. Honestly, it's a you problem at the end of the day with financial because you can't blame your parents. You can't blame the situation on your divorce that happened. You can't blame it on the... Damn. Sorry. You can't blame it on how you were raised and your environment and everything you've seen because nowadays we have social media and you can make money off of social media if, even if you don't want to show your face off social media. There's Etsy's. There's Shopify's. Yeah. There's fucking everything. People always need something and... You don't have to go work manual labor. If you want to go do that, shit. I'm sure there's like more plumber job hiring right now than more than anything. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So it's your point of what you want to do to make that money. But if you want to be happy and make money and live a life that you don't need a vacation from your job, that's your choice lane right now. We all have choices. You feel me? Yeah. And going 20, 30, 40 years, longer you wait, the choice kind of gets harder. You know what I mean? So might as well make that choice early uh, and often as possible because the more you fail, the more you learn. And if you fail when you're doing the financial struggles and problem, you already still fucking, you already still don't have shit. <laughs> yeah. So you ain't failing. You're just learning. You might just gain something right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, 
Get out your comfort I'm, I'm zone. I'm very open about this shit, and I'm not, I don't really care, but I was having a serious conversation with my little brother, John, and I love where John's head is at. You've met my brother, John. Bro, he went from fucking benching 185 to fucking 350. Yeah, he's moving weight right now. Is he taking anything? Yeah, no, no, no. He's just all God easy. damn. But like, one thing about my baby brother, John, is he used to live with me, and I wanted him to like just kind of be around me because I didn't want him heading down the same path of most of my other family members. You shared this before with us. Yeah. <laughs> and recently, and I used to literally like ask him like, you know, I one time I asked, I was like, what do you want to do, bro? He's like, you know what, like, and this was like years ago. He was like, you know what, I want to be a general manager of the gym because he works at a gym right now. He's like, and then from there, like, they make good money, like, and then from there, figure it out. I'm like, but you don't want nothing more than that? He's like, well, I like it, like, this and that, da 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 I'm like, but you didn't think about the amount of money that they make and how old you're going to be 10 years from now, five years from now, and still realize you're still damn near making the same amount of money, like, He's like, well, he's like, Joe, I wasn't giving the opportunity like you were giving, so I'm working with what I got. And I was like, bro, I wasn't given this opportunity. I created the opportunity. Yeah. I was like, none of my boys uh, around me gave me this chance. I earned this chance. And then I proved myself, and then now it, it, it led to what it led. I was like, opportunities like the position I'm in don't come, bro. It's not even opportunity. It's a, it's a shot, if anything. You take a shot, you either miss or you make it. You know what I'm saying? Can I add something in there? Yeah, go ahead. How hard your brother's going to work at the, as being a general manager in there if he works for himself at the same <coughs> fucking pace yeah. as how he worked at the general manager stuff, yeah. he'll probably make more money himself. I agree. And that's what I was trying to tell him. But with That's facts. With certain situations. Yeah, that's really facts. Y'all motherfuckers work so hard for other people. Yeah. And if you work so hard for yourself, you won't even fucking put a cent to yourself and work hard. And that's what the worst fucking thing that you could ever do is. Literally, I bet some of you guys that watch this episode work your ass off today, right? Imagine you worked your ass off today for yourself. Yeah. So you're probably farther down the road. Maybe that satisfaction, instant satisfaction of that gym money is there right now. But if you wait six months from now, just work on yourself and don't see anything. Six months from now, you set your financial up for 10 years. <coughs> so, yeah, like... I've been in that position. <coughs> Can you open the door? Damn, <coughs> Asthma Joe. <coughs> Comment Asthma Joe below. We need air circulation. Fuck. Invest? So, yeah, like... You know, I what I, don't, what I didn't want to do was force it on him and be too direct. I just wanted to open his mind at the time, you know? Yeah, you could have came up rubbed off the wrong way if you did. Exactly. <laughs> and then it, it worked sometimes. out because I ended up talking to my brother on the phone like a couple days ago or a week ago. And he's telling me how good he's doing. You know, he's like, hey, bro, like I stopped buying clothes every week, got shoes, da da da. He's like, I'm trying to save up now. Smart man. Like, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to even get a, my own place, my own house, da 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 da, right? Start a family soon. He's like, and I know that. The money I'm making at the gym isn't good enough. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, this, you know. You I'm set just, the seed in yeah, them. Pause. I'm just letting him talk. <coughs> and then he was, we were talking about other shit. I was like, well, bro, like, you work, what, like eight hours a day? He's like, yeah. I was like, what about the time before work or the time after work? I was like, you could be selling something and be making money online. I was like, you love hats. Why don't you make some hats? Like, And I was like, just... Uh, uh, example I was like Buy 12 hats Get two Three hundred dollars Buy 12 hats I'll put you in my designer I'll pay for the I'll, I'll pay his invoice Whatever it is Just to help You get started 
imagine you each hat is about like sixteen, seventeen dollars after uh print and embroidery and, and all that shit. Sell your hats for thirty, thirty five, just build a brand. I was like, You have a job right now, that's your money. For bills, whatever. This money that you make on the side for the hats, that's your play money. You play with it, build a brand. You know what I'm saying? I'll help you. I have resources. I was like, don't worry about that. Just create the name. I was like, whatever you want to do. This is just an example. You sell 12 hats, you can make extra $150, $200 off those hats. Boom. Now you have your checks. You just made an extra couple hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I was like, Factual. think like that. Now you have extra couple hundred dollars. Then you're like... Move on to the 24 hats. Now you got extra five, $600. I was like, it's not about time. It's about... Consistency of doing it. Yeah, and then you're slowly... What are you doing? You're moving forward. You're bringing more revenue rather than just talking about it. And it doesn't matter if you only sold two hats in a week. You know, it's going to come. It's going to come. I'm going to push it. My friends will push it. Just do it. He's like, that's a good idea. He's like, well, if I, if I wanted to do it, I'd probably do flare sweats. I was like, start there. I got a manufacturer. If that's what you want to do, start there. I was like, but I got a designer. I got shit to help you. Just put up some money. I'll pay the people da -da -da -da, to help you build it. But you do everything else. You and put them in a good direction, yeah, bro. I want to love that for him. You you made me bring up the best point of someone that did it, though. Shout out to you, Randy Cantu. Let me tell you something about Randy. You remember Randy? Yeah, fuck with Randy. <clears throat> So Randy was working at, like, he was working different jobs, you know what I mean? Then uh, pretty much he got a job in Houston working for a person, and the person, they sold stuff online. Let's just say people want custom design things, they sold it online, right? So he was working there for, like, uh, over a year already. I'm telling him, I'm like, bro, you have so much experience of what you do right now, from graphic designing to the marketing money. They they give him 20 and then they give him $100 to start with. Then yeah. they get started giving him $20,000 to start with on the, uh, on the uh, marketing thing. And then he said the <laughs> revenue that will come back will be, like, 500000 for every $20,000 spent. Damn. I go, bro, there's something like that. It was an insane number, right? So I'm like, I can't wait till you do your own. One day he calls me. He goes, hey, bro. Uh, I called my two weeks in for my job. Uh, oh, literally, I'm going to do it myself. I already started. Because at this point, before he quit his job, he started his online store. So in the, in the uh, before his job or after his job, he will make the orders and send them out, right? So he would yeah. connect the orders before he had the etching machines and every single thing. Yeah. So he would customize things for people, right? Bro, I went to his house when I went to go see my grandpa. I went there for a little bit, right? And he got his own three, uh, he got three story little duplex fire little place. You feel me? Yo. And he takes me to the garage. He goes, This is my workshop right here. Oh, Bro, he had shit. a fucking $20,000 edge printer right there. He had three computers sitting right there. He had fucking boxes full of fucking notebooks and shit, like dope ass different things. And he, and he was making a good amount of money every yeah. day. Shout out and to Randy, goes, And he goes, oh, yeah, fuck? it just takes 30 seconds, 20 <laughs> seconds to put every single book in there. He yeah. does coasters, yeah. he does all that. And I go, what's what's next? He goes, God, he said, I'm cooking right now. And I'm so motherfucking proud of you, bro, because that's the only, one of the only people I had contact with growing up that I kept contact with because I knew he's going to do something dope because yeah. he used to inspire me. Yeah. Feel me? No, and I remember I, you, used to, you used to talk to me about it. And and, and I used to tell you he was yeah. going to do it. No, and then there's been like one or two times where My he was My boy making a bag. There's been like one or a few times where Randy was with us when we were in Texas and he Chief is just telling you, like, giving him advice. Like, come on, bro. And I'll tell you what it is. Because I was thinking about this while you're saying He did it. it. Yeah. He did it. We He's have, making more money. We have this energy about us. Because we started from the bottom and because we built what we built. That makes me proud. The way we act, the energy we give off, the advice, like how we're... I, I would say we're. I'm humble. I think you're humble. Most of the circle is humble. Or our whole circle is humble about how we move and how we dish it. 
And it makes other people be like, damn, bro, like they did it. I could do it type shit. What did it say right here? You know what I'm saying? What did it say? I'm high as fuck right now. The highest human act is to inspire. So yeah, like, no, exactly. And and, and I love that, bro, because like some, all right, there's another homie who's seen me and my boy Marcus start AMG and he sees that we're doing really well right now. And now bro is like, he started his own little other business. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, that's dope. Yep. I'm like, that's lit. Like, and every time he's around me and uh, my boy and other people are there, he's always praising. He's like, yo, they're fucking killing it. And he's like, nah, they're every time. I don't even know who the fuck they are. Yo, nah, them the one. Duh, 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 you know what I'm saying? And what it is for me, bro, it's like, it's fucking, I don't know. Like, it's like, I, I can't I can't find a word to express that feeling. But it's like a, it's an amazing feeling, I guess I would say, to see, to see that it's like people are looking at us in a, in, good a in a good way and not a hater way, you know? Yes. They're looking at us, it's like, damn, bro, like, I want to go do something too. I want to be a big chief. I want to create some of my own. I want to make money. I don't want to just be the one watching Joe and them fucking doing, uh, living life, you know what I'm saying? Doing big things and I'm just nine to five, you know what I'm saying? There's motherfuckers out there making money, putting forks and toasters right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You That's know that, true. right? That's true. They're making money putting forks and toasters. Yeah. What do you expect's gonna happen? Yeah. When you put a fork in a toaster, quit that shit. Yeah. Before I fucking slap the shit out of you. Stop that. That's wild. But there's making them revenue. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit. I don't know how long you can be making revenue for, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. Yeah. But. That's to each good. your own out there, you know what I mean? To each your own, uh, just keep your focus. The financial struggles aren't going to be forever if you really make a choice. If you acknowledge the fact that this choice needs to be made, you're already one step closer. Yeah. And then always make yourself accessible. Always make yourself more valuable at the table, you know? Bring some... Don't... That's also, too, like, a lot of people don't understand. You got to do more. You got to... Don't do what you're expected. Do above that. You know what I'm saying? Make yourself be valuable. Make someone be like, I need them on my team. You know, they they've you can do a lot for me. So I could definitely bring you with me. And when you're doing something for somebody, <coughs> just just don't wait for their direction. Get their direction, find the direction out and take initiative. Because when you take initiative, you move up in places. Yeah. If you don't take initiative and just listen and just wait for everybody else to do it. Is never gonna get done, first of all, and you'll, the idea will never flourish. You feel me? Yeah. So, everyone around me that takes initiative, I, the worst thing I could tell them is like, nah, I don't like it. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. But 90% of the time, I'm like, damn, that's dope as yeah. fuck. Yeah. You feel no, me? Yeah, so, I'll, I'll agree. So, like, all right, fuck it. I was, I was talking about Mac and Aldo the other day, and I was like, why are you talking about those two back there? Because. I'll tell, explain it right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> someone, because someone asked me how's everyone at the pod doing. <clears throat> how are they doing? I'm like, they're doing fucking great. Like Mac does above and beyond. Mac could just do the simple, just cut, put it together, p- get posted. No, bro, adds his own little niche to it. He goes. I feel like he goes above and beyond with the extra shit. You know, the extra edits, the extra features, or whatever. Fuck, I forgot all the terms, bro. Of editing is crazy. And then I was like, Aldo, like, I was thinking about Aldo because I was like, damn, Aldo used to just do this shit, but bro added himself or is now helping us. What's the link? What's the link you did? Yeah, I was like, bro, created that. I was like, we should I already have put it in that. the bio. Did you see that? <laughs> I was like, I damn. immediately added to the I bio. Like, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's such a fucking good idea. And then not just that, bro, like, 
the the topic shit, we haven't even touched the topics yet, but just knowing that that's there, that's clutch as fuck, especially for you because you get high as fuck and you tend to zone out. But yeah, everyone has their part and everyone's uh, doing everything that they need to make this as a whole. And we're going to have a fucking great uh, uh, channel that's going to blow up one of these days, bro. And look, we added one another member to the podcast, Aldo, bro. Shout out to Aldo. He's behind the scenes. He doesn't like to be in front of the camera. That's what I just said. Yeah, none of that shit. He just doesn't like it. You feel me? But works hard yeah. all day. He's working with me all day. So <coughs> everything that I'm going through in his head, in my head, or like or in like real life all through the day, Aldo's with me all day doing yeah. something. And he comes and puts his extra beyond, right? Yeah. You never know where that could take you. You know what right, I mean? Right. So shout out to the people in the back that helped make this pod become what it is you right, feel me because right. it's not just all about talking here it's all about construction and make it better yeah when we first started the first second third episode i would never imagine it would just be here at episode 86 right yeah. we're at 86 you're at 86 uh, 83. 83 damn, damn that's somewhere still there. a lot holy fuck and my that but the thing is every single episode we got better our set got better yeah and on i'm believing in the next month and a half i'm gonna let you guys know we're gonna have a new set in a new place. It's going to be built out how we want it to. It's going to be so beautiful. So to me, it's only going to get bigger and better. And yeah. it's just one thing uh, that I got, wanted to show you and create that I created and how I built stuff with my businesses, with my relationships is even going to the gym. I'm fucking consistent and the people around me are consistent and we're locked into a vision and we all literally sacrifice anything that we want to do at this time period, block it out. And we do it. If we're not going to be here this time, we go ahead and know a few days ahead that we have to shoot a little bit earlier. You know what I mean? So that's what it is. That's yeah. To me, that's just growing one step at a time. To become an astronaut, right? A kid's like, I want to be an astronaut. He doesn't realize he has to fucking, you know what I mean? Go do all, I'm, I know I'm zoning out, but like, <laughs> but like, but it's really true. It's to, it's to the point where he doesn't know he has to go, uh, fucking take classes for swimming and diving take jump out of a plane take pilot classes uh -huh. do all these things in order to take the pilot but if you start one thing at a time you can become whoever you want and accomplish any single thing it's just if you want it if you have to drive for it if you have to have a why for it yeah. and that's what makes it easier so go down i know it sounds too easy you probably heard it before but really Write a why down. If you haven't, really think about it. What's your why? Why do you do what you want, uh, what you do? And what makes you you? And when we leave this earth, because we're not here for that long, it's like when you pass away, like, what do you have leaving? You feel me? It, like, are there going to be a fucking, is it going to be a fucking rally? Or is it going to be just your family, close friends? Or it can be nobody. Feel me? So, there's bigger things than life than doing that. It's like when you die, you have to leave a, leave a legacy. And no one's going to remember you working at a general store right there being a general manager, right? They're going to remember you by doing something that you did so dope and changed lives that that you love to do. You know what I mean? So people always remember something like that. That was a really good guy right yeah. there. I remember he was a stand-up individual. You don't want to go like, oh, yeah, he was a good person. Yeah, we're going to miss him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit doesn't even matter. But to the fact that you get to create that is what's beautiful about life. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, me personally, I know I feel confidently <laughs> if, if I were to die today, 
I would have hundreds and hundreds of people at my funeral. But you got to realize you have your kid too. (coughs) Wait, hold on. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying because of what I've done for people and the type of good-hearted or big-hearted individual that I am, I know I would have a lot of people there. And most of the people would say it was like, damn, that was a good fucking guy. Damn. Would you fake your own funeral or go to your funeral and see who shows up? Nah. Hell <laughs> no. That, that's evil. That's, that's, I, some that's person evil, did it. bro. Some person, some billionaire did it. And then he, they're having a funeral and he came down with the helicopter and he started looking around. <laughs> see who really fucks with you. <laughs> yeah, see who really fucks with me. See who really fucks with you. But no, mm-hmm. yeah, like that matters to me, bro. Like I want to be able to know that if I ever die. and it, Let me take this. Let me take this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hey, so I just got a call right now from a, a comedian named Will Faulkner. Y'all can look him up. But uh, you know who Free Ray Rick Ross is? So that's the guy that was a kingpin mm-hmm. back in the day. You know what I mean? Uh, he used to live on 51st Street. Guess who used to live across the street from? Who, Nipsey? T-Rail. Oh, T-Rail. T-Rail's mom used to clean uh, Free Ray Rick Ross's house, and she was so loyal. Uh, T-Rail said she didn't even take a dime or a penny, right? So the whole neighborhood was like, they had bread. And when Free Ray Rick Ross went to jail, when he got caught up, uh, pretty much the whole neighborhood went dry. A lot of poverty started happening in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? But yeah. And then pretty much he got out uh, maybe like six to eight years ago. Uh-huh. And I remember when I was uh, in the dispensary, maybe five years ago, he dropped his strength called Freeway, Rick Ross, you know? Then he uh, then they hit me up, bro. Freeway and them hit me up. And they go, Big Chief, we want you in our dispensary. We're opening up uh, today. Lit. You know what I mean? So they've been hitting me. They've been trying to link. You feel me? Get stuff going. But That's dope. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, no, that's life is a movie, huh? Life is crazy. Cause they made it's a, a they made a documentary and a movie about bro, you know? So to be a to be, you know, that's you can do anything you wanna be. You do anything you wanna do. You feel me? Yep. It's really like that. And every day I, I get to hit the feeling that it gets bigger and better because I always still want more. Yeah. And but I'm grateful for what I have. Yeah. And you truly have to be grateful for what you have to receive more. Yeah, of course. Motherfuckers be looking out the door. It's gonna I said this before. And some motherfuckers be in the car right there, right? It's so technical. You heard this before. And they look next door and see a nice car. Be like, damn, I wish I had that car. And the person next to him was walking. Be like, damn, I wish I had a car. Yeah. The guys in the wheelchair be like, damn, I had legs. The guy that uh, fucking blind as fuck said, damn, I wish I had vision. To you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're grateful for what you have, you can make the most of any single thing. And that's how you receive. Because then you start realizing, I am... Dude, I'm so happy for what I have right now. It can only get better. <coughs> right, right. And I truly feel that I'm so happy and content with just having a roof over my head, a shower, clothes on my back, and I know when my next meal is, honestly. Because I had a time in my life that I didn't know no, those things. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be straight honest with you. And I used to pray those nights in the prayer I live today. And then that hits me the most. Yeah. That makes me really happy, and it drives me to only become better because I had the opportunity to literally from nothing to something. So now I don't get attached to materialistic things. Mm-hmm. I only get attached to not relationships, but honestly, the factor of experiencing things. Yeah. And I think that's the most beautiful part of life is to experience life as a whole. And honestly, a lot of people stay in their heads. The person, what you have thinking in your head about yourself is not what the outside person is thinking. The outside, you could be mad inside your head and be smiling outside, and but you think the whole world thinks you're mad looking. Kind of see what I'm saying? You're mad, you're angry. Feel me? But only you think that. 
Yeah. So it's your perception of how you want to think. You think you're poor, you're going to be poor. Yeah. You think you're not, not going to have friends, you're not going to have friends. You think you get no bitches, you're never going to get bitches. Yeah. Feel me? It's what it is. But if you think, it's not if you think, but if you know that you have all those things in the factor, it will start attracting to you. Yeah. When I was little, we were broke. I used to be like, I'm going to have money one day. But you didn't call yourself broke, did you? I, I, used, to, I used to be like, because we have a lot of food. I was like, one of these days, I'm going to have a shitload of food. <laughs> <laughs> I swear hey, to God. I was just saying, my, my whole pantry going to be full up. Now I'm like, my pantry don't got no food. I only got DoorDash. Bro, we're, <laughs> we're so broke. I'd be in a restaurant taking a shit. You know how the, the newspaper comes with the, like, the food menu for the market? I'd be like, well, I wish I had this. I wish I had this. Hey, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Hey, you know, I created a smoothie for two years one time. What? Before I had it, I didn't have no juice. I don't think I had juice for a year. I didn't have money for juice when I was in like, just came out of California. Yeah. It, it, the first time I drank juice in a long time, I was like, <sighs> fire. Fire. No, bro, when I go, like, all right, like, to kind of carry on what I said, when I go to the, the market, I'm like, what do we want, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll get whatever the fuck I want. My son, get whatever whatever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? Get, get two, get four. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes I go to the market and I'm paying and I see people paying with like EBT. I see people barely like have to take some stuff off. And it's like, damn, like I remember that stage. But then I never use EBT, not knocking it. But I've always said I'll never be that broke where I have to use EBT. That's me. You know what I'm saying? If you use it, go ahead. I I encourage people to use it because it helps and people need to eat. Fuck that. But like me personally as a man, like, I would never do that shit, bro. Never, you'll never catch me at that type of no shit. No handout. Nah, fuck no. I hey, want, I want to go through everything. One of the funniest thing is though, I, I'll tell you an example. When fucking people really rich act poor, like poverty. That like, is funny. So, fuck. for example, like Ti's son, King, mm -hmm. nothing to you, bro. We love. Oh yeah, I know. You're this talking. motherfucker made a bowl out of aluminum foil, bro. I'm like, bitch, your dad has so much money. You live in his house, you feel me? And yeah. if you live at someone's house, I'm sure they got plates because, you feel me, there's no way T.I. letting his family not have plates. No, you feel they me? live in a, good, a community, gated community. Go bro. wash those dishes, my boy. You yeah. feel me? Like, go do that shit because if you really got it like that and you, I try to be like that, oh, uh, I'm broke, da 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 you feel me? To people, that's cool. But if you start doing that shit right there, that's irritating. That's fucking weird, bro. Because there's some people that really had to do that that day. Yeah, that didn't want to do that it. That didn't want to do it. You're just having fun <laughs> with that shit. Like, you feel me? It's nothing personal, but I'm using him as an example. Don't be doing shit like that. I just feel like... That shit out of pocket. I just feel like people, people like that, like, the sound of it. What made him want to do that? I'll tell you, like, the sound of it and what people rap about and, like, that struggle, people admire that more. Because, like, I'll give you an example. Like, if you get an NBA player and he has a son, you're like, oh, dang, he's only, he only is this known or he's only made it to the NBA because it's his, his last name type shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you get it from the mud and you come out of nowhere and you do everything, that story sounds a lot better. You know what I mean? It's the same thing, like, with that shit. Yo, uh, yeah, my dad's rich, multimillionaire, but, like, I want to say I came from the slums like he did, but in reality, King's never... Can I put you in a predicament? Go ahead. Your your mom and dad were together. They were rich. You had a really good household. You lived in a big house in a nice neighborhood, right? Around the time you were growing up, right? Mm -hmm. 
Would you love that compared to how you are right now before that? Like, if that you could, if you could choose, you don't have to choose it, but if you could choose it, I'm choosing that. I'm choosing 125 that. I'm times that. percent, yeah. whatever it is. You feel me? Because then I have an extra structure to bounce off even further. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And I don't have to do that. You won't waste time. You'll be ahead. I, we, some people didn't choose to struggle. Yeah. We just, we just. That's just the cards That's the cards we were handed out. And then. Yeah. And then we didn't struggle for long because we we're like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. If I could choose my cards, I'm not living that. And we did something yeah. about it. No, Feel yeah, me? like if I I would choose that life any day as long as I had this same mindset that I have now, because it's not your a, parents. Are like, no, you don't have to move out. And you're and you're yeah. like ever have to move out. You can stay here forever. No, yeah, but hold you know on, what let, I mean. Let me answer you, fucking hoe. I'm I'm still moving out. There's some people who live with their parents and they don't take advantage of that. They're just coasting. You know what I'm saying? And they're taking advantage of it. That's fine. Do you? But like me, if I had to choose, if as long as I had the same mindset that I have now, I've always had, I definitely would have been a lot further than I am now if I would have had that. Because you you got to think, you're you're there's a lot more struggles or speed bumps when you don't have that that rich lifestyle compared to the, you know, the broke lifestyle. You got to go get it while these people already have it. You got to go work for something that these people already have. You have to correct so your mental to be that too. <laughs> you you have to make those corrections from the it, struggle yeah. that you have to go into this life and like not this is not the way of life anymore. Mm-hmm. Feel me? You had that's the dark part that people don't understand about that. Yeah, and I and I feel like a lot of times you hear people like to have money and become broke or be, go drug addicts or whatever it is, is because when you're handed everything, you don't take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? When you have a life where you feel like everything is working towards you, you could fuck up as much as you want. No one's going to give a fuck because you still, you know? But then when you get to a point where you just fucked up and lost everything, then what was it all for? You know what I mean? When you don't have nothing and you're working for everything, it's like, I can't get any lower than that. I can't get any worse than that. So everything moving forward is a plus. That's how I live about it. You know That's the way I move right now. Exactly. No cockroaches in my house. No. Fuck no. But you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is, you know? Anymore. But yeah, bro. Uh, Talking about creating something, I want to shout out Kobe Bryant, the bean, the mamba, the guy, mamba mentality. Feel me? It took me a while to understand Kobe's journey and where it was going. But I'm glad I got to understand it before he passed away. You feel me? Uh, imagine sacrificing all the fun for the greater good. That's what Kobe Bryant men, uh, represented. The mentality was, fuck everything. We're going to get it done. Oh, shit. I'm not feeling good. I'm going to work through this. And I'm going to make sure I'm ready and prepared for the game that's happened and I can execute. So no fan that came out here and paid money to watch me play doesn't get the experience that they heard about Kobe Bryant. Right. And to me, mom, uh, taking what I could take from Kobe Bryant is I have the most beautiful mural of Kobe Bryant like uh, that I pass every day. You feel me? has his mamba. What I take from Kobe Bryant is if you're consistent and you're disciplined, you can make all your dreams happen. Yeah. That's mama mentality. You could be the best. My thing for Kobe is because I... Kobe's great. He's the one that got me into basketball. I just... I would say the biggest thing for me that I respect out of him is the not the I don't give a fuck attitude mentality. You know what I'm saying? And and to be great, you gotta work harder than the you know the greats and shit like that. And I work everyone. 
And so he that's wanted to something win. that I take, bro. He wanted to win. Why was he a winner? If you took trades off of Kobe, why was he a winner? You could be like this. Motherfucker's playing horrible at practice. You'd be like, take off my shoes. You feel me? You don't deserve to play with, play with them hoes on. You feel me? Oh, uh, you're playing like shit. You all the motherfuckers are trash. Fuck all y'all. I don't know how we're going to win next week with the group of you guys like this. Yeah. Motherfuckers got to bulk up. That's Kobe fucking Bryant telling you this. Yeah. You got a reputation. You work your whole uh, whole like life off, and now you're playing with Kobe Bryant. And now you're like, oh, Kobe's telling you you're shitty? <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Now you got to literally play to a position. Now Kobe like, damn, I see you bulk up, <laughs> young boy. You were young bull. Now you're doing your thing. Now that player going down 10 years down the road, now he's fucking great. Now you got another young bull under him <laughs> playing like fucking shit. And he's telling the same fucking thing, bro, because of Kobe fucking Bryant. Yeah. Shit like that. It's just not Kobe. It's a lot of people that, the person that inspired Kobe, I don't know who it was or what it was, but man, I appreciate that guy. But Kobe, when before he left the earth, we had a parade MJ. for him. Kobe emulated all his game based off we of We've seen MJ. a parade. Why did we see a parade when Kobe passed away? Because... He put his passion towards something, yeah. and he let it out. And his art, basketball yeah. was art. He made a whole, uh, he made a whole documentary how basketball is art. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm looking at this shit like, in my perception, like what I do is art. Mm -hmm. That's how you make something great. Kobe knew how to win, mm -hmm. and that's the that's the fucking sauce to fucking winning, bro. That's the key to winning. I agree. So who's better, Kobe or LeBron? Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bean Bryant. I choose Kobe all day, every day over LeBron James, in my opinion. Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah. Kobe told, Kobe had Shaq on the team and he was like, this undisciplined motherfucker, I can't play with him no more. Get rid of him. He won a championship with Paul Gasol. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> facts, hey, you tell me that. You tell me that. You tell me anything about that. You feel me? He got the rings. It took me a while because I a long time I thought LeBron was better. Uh -huh. Then, but when you see the LeBron hitting the years, Kobe's it. He's played longer. You feel me? But I'm not gonna lie to you, Kobe did his thing when the time he played. Every single time he touched the floor. Yeah. I went. My, remember the first time watching Kobe play? Uh, it was like a little field trip at the mosque, and we watched the Rockets play the Lakers. Right, the score was 104 to 90, uh, and then the Rockets won. But Kobe had a game. Uh -huh. They kept saying. I was in the high rise. You could barely see the court, but all I heard was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. Kobe. I'm like, damn. Like you really? He made me a fan at the game. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I went to a lot of Lakers games, and I, I it was really just for Kobe, bro. How did you experience field experience when Kobe played? He get when he filming. Do you think Kobe I mean, ever had feel, a bad game feel, when he played? Yeah, but you feel his presence. You know, everyone's gonna have a bad day. But how do you bounce back from it's that? It's how you bounce back. And he never let a broken finger or sickness or a fractured nose or anything like that get in the way. Mama mentality. Bro was all over the place. He, if he couldn't shoot with the right, he's shooting with the left easily. Anything for the If he ain't shooting with the left, he's hitting it off his head. Yeah. Kobe. Bro. So shout out to Kobe. Yeah. Hey, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't tried our products yet, here's our direct to consumer. Uh, other than that, Dude, I'm going to make some dope. I won't say it right now. But uh, pretty much I have something dope coming into the works with everything interconnected with uh, To Be Blunt as a whole. You guys are going to love it. Other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. Comment something below. We love the comments. Subscribe, share. We're past 5K. Hit Help our Instagram hit 2K subs at To Be Blunt Pod. That would be amazing. And because sure. we post a lot of clips on there that you guys could check out that will probably help you out during the week. You know what I mean? With yeah. good... Good intentions, you know? Yep. And positivity. Shout out to you guys. Appreciate the subs. 
Make sure you like this fucking video. Hats coming soon. Yes, sir. Peace. See ya. Hey, Mac. Llama, llama, wear pajama. I feel alone with I'm a mama. Uh huh, uh huh. Baby, llama wanna drink. Llama, llama at the scene. Uh huh, uh huh.